Welcome to your Full Circle Friday. I'm Sarah, Full Circle Wellsprings Certified Trauma Recovery Coach. We trauma survivors are on a healing journey to rediscover our authentic selves. And today, I'd like to share something to help you in your post-traumatic growth. On this Full Circle Friday, I thought it would be fun to talk about some books that I find immeasurably helpful on this path we call life. I have no affiliation to any of these authors, nor am I receiving any compensation for recommending them. I have personally read every one of these, most more than once, and I can say they are powerful for trauma survivors. I personally have benefited from each of these in my healing and understanding so much more about myself and my potential. If you aren't a reader, I believe all these picks have an audiobook option on Amazon or wherever you listen to content. Listening to audiobooks is a rewarding practice for road trips, regular commutes, while exercising or walking alone. I don't recommend using these types of books to help you sleep. While that's a great practice, I more prefer fiction for a task like that. These are the books that you want to be fully aware and present while reading or listening to so that you can take away all the golden nuggets of wisdom and savor the remarkable moments of revelation. For me, these picks are special because they've been digested in very powerful ways, along with being notated, highlighted, earmarked, later journaled about or quoted in my journals. So these are in no particular order, and I hope you'll find some of these as advantageous in your full circle journey. Let's get started. The first one is called What Happened to You by Dr. Bruce Perry, PhD, and Oprah Winfrey. This is a very nice read. It's a conversational style book between Dr. Perry and Oprah, and Oprah has been working with Dr. Perry for many years, so they have a really wonderful relationship. They basically break down trauma, intergenerational and personal, in such easy-to-understand terms. They discuss everything from attachment to neuroscience to emotional engagement, generational bias, healing, and post-traumatic growth. There's so much sheer wisdom, science, exploration of emotions, and heartwarming stories of Oprah's own healing journey. My next pick today is called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. This book is almost as old as I am. It's what we would call Enchanted. This book is a journey in and of itself. And we get to follow along as Santiago, the traveler, forges his way through the world in search of worldly treasure. But if you can guess, he finds much more treasure in wisdom and in his own heart. It's a pilgrimage of sorts as he makes his way to the Mecca of his own inner being. Of course, the discovery along the way is even as precious as the totality of his journey, as in life, that the process should be more important than the destination. Here's a quote that I like from page 115. Said the alchemist, rest well tonight, as if you were a warrior preparing for combat. Remember that wherever your heart is, there you will find your treasure. And you've got to find your treasure so that everything that you've learned along the way can make sense. My next pick is The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. Oh, how I love this book. This is one I try to read once a year. This book digs into the heart of who we truly are and who we are meant to be. It knocks down any limitation that you can put on yourself, and it really puts you on an inner journey. This is is such a transformative read. It teaches us how to open and stay open 
things that happen in life, such as trauma, we have a response to. And these responses or reactions help us to open to what the world is trying to teach us and gift us, or we close. And we definitely don't want to close to the possibilities of life. Closing up your heart creates a negative memory that gets trapped inside of you. And this book challenges you to go beyond what has happened to you and create your own new narrative about how you interact with this world. I love how it has personally helped me stay away from the victim mentality. From chapter 15, a quote reads, You are not put on earth to suffer. You're not helping anyone by being miserable. You have to let go of the part of you that wants to create melodrama. My next book pick is called No Bad Parts by Dr. Richard Schwartz, PhD. If you are a trauma survivor, this book can and very well may change your life. Internal Family Systems, IFS, was created by Dr. Schwartz, who's the author of this book. This is his latest book, and he really lays out IFS therapy. It teaches the common reader what IFS is, how to use it by identifying our protectors and exiles. There are IFS-trained therapists all around the globe, but this book really brings it into your own home. It has several self-exercises, and it gives a true understanding of how our parts work. I am currently studying IFS and I plan to take an IFS informed course this coming year so that I could add this to my coaching certification. Parts work is much like inner child wound healing work. It's finding your inner parts, examining them, befriending them, healing them so that you can move forward with an internal harmony and work more from what IFS calls your true self. This book gets a five stars for me. Anything I can get my hands on with IFS is helping me in my own trauma healing and more so as a trauma recovery coach with my clients. I also tend to love anything that has transcripts of actual client sessions, which this book has several of. It's jaw-dropping and eye-opening to see Dr. Schwartz in action. My next book is called The Gift by Edith Eager. First of all, I have to say how Greatly. I love this woman. Dr. Edie is so inspirational and she's a personal hero of mine. She's a Holocaust survivor and the kindest, funniest woman. She has turned her deep, deep trauma into personal post-traumatic growth. And she's used that growth to benefit the world as a whole. Her story transcends anything you can imagine. And yet she has chosen to turn her tragedy into her most powerful gift. Nearly every paragraph in my copy has life-changing sentences highlighted. She leaves you with zero excuses to work on your own healing, but she's kind enough to recognize that everyone has their own path there. She went back to school to get her doctorate at almost 50 years old, and she was lamenting this age situation to a supervisor. And they said to her, you'll be 50 anyway. And she clung to that and continued on for all these years later to educate and transform herself to help her clients and everyone she crosses paths with. I chose two quotes from this book, one from chapter nine, where she says, do something you've never done before. Change is synonymous with growth. To grow, you've got to evolve instead of revolve. And in chapter 10, she says, we're all victims of victims. How far back do you want to go searching for the source? it's better to start with yourself. My next pick is called Awareness by Anthony DeMello. This is another well-worn book in my library, one that I try to read again every year. 
there's probably not a very adequate way for me to explain this book. It's a mesh of spirituality. It's full of messages that will bend how you psychologically think about the reality around you. It's full of stories of everyday people who do everyday things without thinking about them. The author says that everyone walks around, quote, asleep until they choose to wake up. It's it's a very different concept, but once you read this book, you'll suddenly realize that it's totally true. For instance, on page 157, he says, we're always dissatisfied. We're always discontent. We're always pushing, go on, put out more effort, more and more effort. But there's always a conflict that's inside. There's very little understanding. His insights have been challenging to me. And the more I read it, though, as I go along, the more I've morphed into this awareness or awakening. So it's less jarring. However, admittedly, my first read or two, his concept on the type of selfishness, for instance, it took me weeks to digest, and now I think about it on a regular basis. So it's a very challenging book. One of my favorite paragraphs is talking about not clinging to anything, even the good things. On page 110, he writes this quote, do you want to enjoy a melody? Do you want to enjoy a symphony? Don't hold on to a few bars of music. Don't hold on to a couple of notes. Let them pass. Let them flow. The whole enjoyment of a symphony lies in your readiness to allow the notes to pass. These are some of my favorites. I'd love to hear any of these books if they're in your top picks if you've read them. If you haven't, let me know if you choose to read them. I find these kind of books to be super great resources in healing wounds from our past. They teach us about ourselves and they challenge us to be all we can be. What are some of your favorite books? Shoot me a message or a comment below and let me know. Thank you for joining me for this week's Full Circle Friday. For more information, resources, support groups, classes, one-to-one -one private coaching, and more, visit www.fullcirclewellspring.com. For the latest info on schedules and updates, follow us on Facebook at Full Circle Wellspring. All other media, social links, blogs, and show notes are posted in the episode guide below. So until next time, be well, survivors.